0: Hey, it's Erica. I just wanted to let you know that you can now listen to Global News What Happened To ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. In November, we launched season two of Global News What Happened To. And since then, there have been a number of stories that have evolved and changed as time went on. I'm journalist Erica Vella, and I've been on this journey to find and speak with the people at the heart of the stories that have captured the entire world's attention. And today, I'm going to share major developments in two stories that we've covered so far. This is what's happened since. You'll remember that for the first time in over two decades, Jamaica's four-man bobsled team qualified for Beijing 2022. But that wasn't the only team that raced. The Caribbean country also competed in the two-man and the women's monobob, a brand new event at the Winter Olympics. For the episode on the first Jamaican bobsled team from 1988, I spoke with four current team members, Nimroy Turgot, Rolando Reed, Ashley Watson, and Matthew Weckpey. They were at the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Sunday, February 20th marked the official end of the Winter Games, so I reached out to the current team about how they did. I spoke with pilot and brakeman Nimroy Turgot from his home in Jamaica.
1: Well, the energy was extremely amazing. The atmosphere, the vibe was, was right. Um, the adrenaline rush was was at its peak when you step on the line. Um, hearing persons from different country cheering you on, so most definitely the vibes and the energy was very high. And and the support, the support was really good. So the feeling um, competing for your country at an Olympic Games in is a one-in-a-lifetime feeling. Um, but c- competing, when, when you step up to the line on race day, that feeling is very hard to explain. But I can definitely tell you that it was a proud moment. And that moment was really sweet, knowing that we are representing in Jamaica, which is a tropical island in a winter sport.
0: It's been two months since I spoke with the current team about their goal for the 2022 Winter Games where they wanted to beat Jamaica's personal best. That record was set at the 1994 Winter Olympics in Norway when the team placed 14th overall. Germany owned the podium this year with both gold and silver medals, while Canada won bronze. Sadly, the Jamaican team wasn't able to beat their previous best, and this year, the four-man bobsled team finished in 28th.
1: I wasn't satisfied with the performance because I think we could do much better than what we did. But um, the fact that it was our first time seeing that track actually at the Olympics. For the four-man, we only got six training runs before competing at the Olympics. So it's basically like six minutes out of training before we actually race in the Olympics on that track. And we didn't have the best equipment as in like sled. Thanks to Canada, they lent us a sled because Jamaica don't own a four-month sled for itself.
0: Nimroy says he has his sights set on the next Winter Games.
1: I am not disappointed in the overall performance of the season because... We came together as a team on the 18th of September for the foreman, um, and we actually put in the work and qualify for the Olympics, um, and you know the Olympics is one of the biggest sporting event, and we actually qualify for that. We are, we are fully focused, um, we spoke about it, that we want to stick together as a crew going forward into the next Olympics. So, We came together in September and qualified for the Olympics. Imagine if we were together for like four or five years together, just training together and doing the exact same thing with the same goal together. We we can achieve more. So our plan is to stay together as a crew and fully focus on the next Olympic Games. And hopefully, well, I shouldn't say hopefully, and most definitely we will do much better than what we have done this year. We didn't win any medals at the Olympics, but I know we won a lot of arts and support.
2: I'm Samantha Cole, host of the new season of Understood, the Pornhub Empire. Over the course of four episodes, I'll tell you how a horny YouTube knockoff in Canada came to dominate the porn world, only to shatter their cheeky reputation in a massive scandal. The Pornhub Empire is a new season of Understood from the CBC. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.
0: We've been buzzing with excitement since we started season two of What Happened To. And we started by looking at murder hornets or Asian giant hornets. The insects dominated headlines back in 2019. Murder hornets are back. It is a creature from hell.
2: New details this morning about the nest of murder hornets found in
0: Washington state. In our episode, I introduced you to Mafida and John Holabeshin, the couple who found the first Asian giant hornet nest in North America.
2: It's still very much unreal, but it's become part of who we are. You know, I mean, we're beekeepers, but we're also Asian giant hornets.
1: Hunters. Hunters, I
2: guess, for lack of a better word. Um, Yeah, it's just become
1: part of our life.
0: While no Asian giant hornet nests have been found on Vancouver Island or in the Fraser Valley since September 2019, in August and September of 2021, three Asian giant hornet nests were located in Washington state. I reconnected with Carla Sal, the public engagement specialist at the Washington State Department of Agriculture, to find out if there's been
2: any other nests discovered south of the border. Since that time, we have not detected any additional Asian giant hornets or Asian giant hornet nests. By detections, we meet, we kind of have a confirmed sighting, whether that would be one caught in one of our traps or a confirmed sighting from a member of the public that For example, they took a photo and sent one in to us. So we didn't have any more sightings or detections in traps after that last nest removal on our side of the border.
0: However, Carla says in Canada, there was one sighting near the Canada-U.S. border.
2: The um, Canadian authorities did actually pick up one Asian giant hornet across the border from where we were eradicating those nests east of Blaine, Um, but they uh, believe it was connected with our nests so the timing was such that it it looked like it was very likely that it came from one of ours and just didn't obey international borders so
0: <laughs> officials in both Canada and the US continue to monitor for any Asian giant hornet activity in Washington state carla says asian giant hornets will only be deemed fully eradicated when 3 years goes by with zero detections
2: Since 2019, we've had at least one detection every year. So we hope to get to that point where we will start having no detections, but we have to have three years in a row, basically, without a detection. And then at that point, we can consider it eradicated, although likely we'll still continue to monitor in some degree for quite a while. It was encouraging that after we removed that third nest last year that we didn't have any other detections or reports so that was good news but only time will tell really we'll be putting out our traps again just like um, we have for the past couple of years again we'll be encouraging people to place traps on their property one additional thing that we will be doing this year is we're having kind of what we're calling kind of an adopt a wasp initiative where we are going to ask people to sort of adopt buildings or structures in their area where there are paper wasp nests and ask them to observe those on a regular basis throughout the Asian giant hornet season. What the goal is there is for the past couple of years, we have observed and we've also had um, confirmed reports from members of the public who have observed Asian giant hornets attacking paper wasp nests. So we're hoping by having more eyes out there, more people observing these nests that we can detect Asian giant hornets possibly even earlier in the season. It's been because
0: of community involvement that they have been able to identify and remove the threat of murder hornets in the past. And it looks to be the key to keeping us and bees safe in the future. Thanks for listening to this special episode of Global News What Happened To... We'll be back in two weeks with more incredible stories as season two continues. Global News What Happened To is written and produced by me, Erica Vella, with producer Dila Velezquez. Our audio producer is Rob Johnson. Thanks goes to Drew Hassleback, supervising national online journalist for Global News. Also, thanks goes to intern Hannah Clark for her editing assistance. Let us know what you thought of this episode and please share it with a friend. It will help us to grow our show and bring you more incredible stories. You can also help us out by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can also reach out to me personally. We are always looking for stories. So if there's a new story you want us to revisit, you can reach me on Twitter at Erica Vela or email me at erica.vella at globalnews.ca. Thanks so much for listening.